0: You're listening to Autumn on the Air, the weekly podcast that brings you conversations about the impact of research commercialization and the people who make it happen. Join us for interviews with patent and licensing professionals, innovators, entrepreneurs, and tech transfer leaders on the issues and trends that matter most. Keep listening for an inside track on the people, IP policies, and politics changing our world. Welcome to Autumn on the Air. I'm your host, Lisa Mueller. Joining us today is Dr. Sami Bashir, the Director, Technology Management Innovation at Khalifa University in Abu Dhabi. Sami began his career in industry R&D, introducing advanced materials in areas such as renewable energy, catalysis, and coatings. Following that, Sami accepted a leadership role in industry R&D, where he was involved in business growth activities, such as licensing in and out of new technologies, venture mergers, and acquisition of new businesses. SAMI has successfully managed industry-university collaborations and initiatives to develop innovative products that meet EU regulatory objectives for toxic gas emissions and renewable energy uses. Prior to joining Khalifa University of Science and Technology, Sammy worked at Mazdar Institute at King Abdullah University of Science and Technology, where he was in charge of developing technology transfer programs and overseeing the commercialization of the IP portfolio, successfully guiding research discoveries from laboratories to market through licensing and the formation of startups. Sammy, thanks for joining us today and welcome to On The Air.
1: Thank you, Lisa. And I'm happy to be with you today. And before we start really everything, I want really to thank you for your efforts and uh, the podcast. I'm a follower, by the way, so I appreciate your efforts on that.
0: Oh, thank you so much for the kind words. And I'm really glad that uh, you enjoy the podcast. And I'm really excited to have you here. And I wanted to start off by asking, you were involved in research and technology early on in your career. Was r always a passion of yours or did you just fall into it?
1: Absolutely. I think the right word you mentioned here is, is, is a passion. Um, this goes actually at my days when I am a student at a high school, you know, exploring and looking around at my dad's library. It used to be encyclopedia books, oh, huge wow. books. You remember those days yeah. and looking at the, um, uh, how science works, you know, and I was intrigued by the, Um, application of science. I remember one of the things that caught my eyes at the time and I kept on researching is how to transfer signals into radio, listening to radio, the TVs and all these things. So really, yes, um, uh, since then I start thinking of uh, being part of this research, discovering of new technologies, but also finding the applications. And this is really how my, um, I would say pursued my academic endeavors, um, going for science, uh, studying chemistry, and going further into research within the university, but later on within industry. So, So absolutely, it's a passion I have for sure.
0: It sounds like it. And it started really, really early, which is incredible. And so you had this tremendous passion for science and technology. How did you get into tech transfer?
1: Well, I mean, it's, you're absolutely spot on. Part of it, um, I found myself into developing some new products. And let's start from that angle. Um, part of the industry, we, our group were the first to start with the nanotechnology. You know, we were interested in nanoparticles and material chemistry at the time. And there was a huge hype about it. But one of the disadvantages, I think, at the time, that where are you applying these nanomaterials and nanoparticles and, and so forth? So it was really at the research academic early stage level. And the second part that brings me to the tech transfer was really career part, which is really my supervisors and my um, mentors in the industry. And they were talking to me about applications and all this. And then the opportunity came in in academia, and and this was the first time i was completely surprised i said what uh, academia interested now in taking inventions and make products this is sounds as interesting you know um i studied at the time where the impact and involvement of research at the at, at the university level is not really people think of oh let's make impact it's coming through industry sponsorship projects and which i was part of it but Yes. um, When I found the right opportunity for me, I I joined the tech transfer. And and since then, I've been there almost for over 15 years in the tech transfer industry.
0: Well, that's incredible. You've had quite a long career in tech transfer.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I don't want to count the part which I consider tech transfer in the industry when I was in industry. Because really, industry R&D is all about researching short time, but really is how you can deploy Um, these products into the market and in a profitable manner in a way.
0: Well, Sammy, the tech transfer industry is complex and we know it differs by country because the requirements for protecting intellectual property as well as their methods vary. What is the technology transfer process like in Abu Dhabi?
1: Well, let's start from the a kind of a regional perspective, please, if you allow me. I think the tech transfer, all in the Gulf region, because I had an experience. I used to work in King Abdullah University of Science and Technology, which is caos, And then I moved to Mazdar for a few years before joining Khalifa University. So I have a kind of a visibility into the region tech transfer developments. And it's a new stuff. Um, I remember when I was in Kaos, there is really the start. Everyone was thinking, what's, what's this all about? And we, one of the biggest challenges that I remember we faced, and we're still kind of evolving into intellectual property law. You know, yes. um, it, it is really kind of, um, new. Um, there is lots of progress since say, I was in Kaos back in 2011 till now. So the the IP side and how to file, where to file, and all these things is, is, is now almost established, not the way we would like it to happen. The uh, second part that I would consider it as, as a challenge really in the region is um, a deployment of the technologies. So uh, your question about how it likes in this, it's a maturing, it's growing in process, it's developing, it's evolving, I would say. But what is good, really, there is lots of um, kind of interest at the highest level, especially I'm talking about the UAE now, because I'm more attached to and involved in what's going on in the UAE, from the leadership of the countries all the way to the government entities, industries, you know, even pre- investors and private investors are growing huge interest into how can we push um, university research and benefit the, the and create impact for the public i think i think it's, it's it's a process we need a little bit of advancement into the regulatory framework we need advancement into the r and d capabilities within the private sectors within the university to help in deploying we're still working at the early stage of fundamental uh, research Um, But we are happy with these challenges. We are learning from the experiences um, in the U.S. that is even continuously evolving, as you know. Oh, absolutely. uh, In Europe as well. So we are learning and we try to bring best practices um, of growing this um, process of the tech transfer, really.
0: So how does Khalifa University support tech transfer?
1: In Khalifa University, the real challenge is becoming that the ecosystem as I said in in my previous uh, comment, is is growing. So really, we we found ourselves in Khalifa University, we need to push into different fronts to help at least um, the ecosystem learn from Khalifa University experience, but also for Khalifa University start pushing some of those inventions to the market. So uh, let me give you some insight into how is it organized. So we have a technology management and innovation office, which I'm, I'm leading. Um, a, a typical technology transfer office. We work closely with inventors, we look at their science, we go to their labs, see these exciting um, research outputs and all these things. Hopefully we create some kind of an IP pipeline or patents and, and so forth. Um, in parallel we are having what we call it a Khalifa Innovation Center. This is really primarily is um, I would call it a deep tech incubator. This is really, we we help Um, research teams, groups, um, you know, colleagues, you know, people from outside who are really having some research uh, outputs. They they would like to conceptualize it into a startup idea from the start. So really the Khalifa Innovation Center as an incubator, and I would call and emphasize deep tech incubator, we help with some activities, boot camps, you know, incubators, um, where we can look at those technologies, try to mentor the Teams And hopefully the outputs of that can be uh, a little bit startups at the infancy level. Um, A third arm that we are really now working on uh, um, and developing, which we call it the Khalifa University Enterprise Company. So really, this is kind of a funding uh, mechanism. Um, it's it's, it's a company outside the university, although the university owns owns a company in in terms it has a very generous endowment, um, multi-million dollars, I would say. Um, Suppose we we fund at early stage these startups. Um, So because we're lacking in the ecosystem strong kind of what you call it angel investors or deep tech investors, I would say, uh, although now we'll start getting some uh, of those activities going on in the ecosystem. But to fill that gap, the Khalifa university found itself really needs to work on that side. So from IP to incubators, plus uh, an investment arm that helps really to at least establish uh, a kind of um, a preliminary, I would say ecosystem, uh, intra ecosystem within the university, help at least give visibility to these research outputs and hopefully help in the commercialization. We start growingly finding some successful startups already uh, in the market with uh, very interesting and nice products as well.
0: How old is your office and this whole ecosystem? as I know in the region, tech transfer and you even alluded to it yourself is is pretty new. So how old is is your office?
1: My office is seven years old. It's
0: seven. okay, so it is pretty
1: new. absolutely. Yeah. it's it's really new. It's a seven years old. And um, one of the things, as well, you find yourself with these new activities within the region. It's kind of important to have that um, capability building exercises.
0: Exactly, so I was going to say teaching and and promoting yourself, and also getting acceptance from the faculty and the PIs is you know a lot of education.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent, and uh, one of the things also we find it challenging. You know, in our countries in this region, we we have small populations, you know, and this is why you find in the academic institutions generally, um, most of the faculties, inventors, are from overseas. Um, uh, so this is makes it even more, um, I wouldn't say challenging, but it's important to have that multicultural approach, you know, in dealing with different cultures, dealing with different people, and try to kind of um, facilitate this um, tech transfer processes and innovation in a way.
0: So Sami, I wanted to ask you about commercialization. Um, as you know, funding is necessary for the development of technology. Is the creation and commercializations of innovations there in Abu Dhabi supported by government funding?
1: Yes, recently, um, I, I would say three years ago, we, we have um, a decree by which we established something called Authority of Technology and Research uh, Council. Really, this is mandated by funding um, research, uh, ATRC. This is uh, ab- 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 the abbreviation we say, um, but also funding innovation. Um, it has arm of it, which we call it Aspire. Um, they are really responsible of funding research and part of their funding as well about is any interesting IP, is any interesting startups where we can help in, in funding it. It's a work in progress, I have to say. Um, They um, kind of issued their first funding round for faculties and startups, uh, I would say, um, uh, last year. So it is something coming up and we are really delighted to have that as well uh, part. they have different details of how the funding works. So some of the funding goes directly to faculties to do their research. Some of the funding combined with industries to encourage industries really to look at the university and definitely at later stage to deploy technologies as well.
0: So it sounds like there's a lot of collaboration from government and to some extent, some private entities there uh, while developing these new innovations.
1: Hundred percent. There is. Direction, as I said to you, from the higher levels um, to, to the operation, uh, I think this is faced by some hurdles. One of the hurdles is the clarity of the regulations. You know, everyone in the tech transfer business, they know that every day you get challenges into how this fits, you know, what's the processes. And there is no straightforward processes to get things moving. And I think this is a challenge we are facing. Okay, um, we have the fund. We know we need to collaborate. How? And this is really what is stuck in, in between. And we're trying to facilitate this kind of uh, intra-processes to help the smoothness and seamless uh, kind of uh, processing of the tech transfer.
0: So we talked a few minutes ago about education for PIs that you have a relatively new office. So how does your office raise awareness about technology transfer and entrepreneurship?
1: Well. We are having some activities, but I have to say to you personally, uh, we are not happy about it. Um Why are you saying that? I don't think we are doing enough. Um, we have a huge number of faculties. Our university has about 400 plus uh, faculties. They are distributing to different colleges, different research centers. We are trying to do our best in reaching these research groups individually, uh, this is on one wow. part.
0: And how how many people in your office?
1: Absolutely, Lisa should come and work with us. This is this is this is a challenge. We don't have enough people, so yeah. we are all seven in the yeah. in, in in the Four, office
0: 400 plus faculty that you're trying to reach out one to one
1: and this is exactly make the challenges well, okay we try to put some numbers metrics and all this oh let's have it at least three meetings per month and all this but then this is comes and then you have another event there or some so this is really we are a little bit lagging on to that side one of the things really I'm proud of um, in collaboration of um, very nice colleagues in University of Chicago and um, MIT, we developed uh, what we call it the inventor guide. Um, they helped us really in, into developing this in a very nice, smart way and kind of uh, presentable, you know, when you want to look at those things, you have to be happy looking at them. So we developed with them an inventor guide and we start really giving this away um, within our website, but also as uh, hard copies and USBs and all these things. We try sometimes to make um, uh, videos uh, circulating it among um, faculties and so forth. Um, Before I come here to to Thailand with you, um, we had a, a showcase where this is the first showcase really we did, where we brought industries and we bring our faculties with their patents, making a a demo. uh, And you find this is as well a very nice way um, of engaging with faculties as an office. You will ask me why? Because I think for the first time, our faculties start seeing the tech transfer impact. Exactly. So I found really what is intriguing that sometimes you don't need to come and start talking and teaching and all this. I think sometimes you have to go out and think of, for example, bring potential licenses and all this. And as they say, you show by example or practically, look, guys. And we found many faculties start asking. Uh, first of all, they were very happy about that part, but also kind of, you know what, uh, Sammy, this is very interesting and would like to have this and can we come to you on another invention, actually that company. So really this is as well, one part, but again, you know, sometimes um, we, in any tech transfer office, I assume I talk to colleagues, and when I go to Autumn and all this, challenging resources is always challenging. Resources Especially, is always and, hard. Yeah. Uh, yes, and then you have to think about, oh, what I'm capable of doing? Uh, because as well, you want to seek of uh, sustaining this, rather than having interruptive uh, engagement and communication with faculties.
0: So, Sammy, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you, you know, each technology comes with its own obstacles during the process of commercialization. What would you say is the most common challenge you face when working to commercialize a technology? And how do you try and overcome that
1: challenge? Well, you are just spot on. First of all, I have to thank you, because even when I was in this um, industry and business of tech transfer many people don't realize this fact that every technology has its own route and its own way of doing things. Lisa, one of the things really I see is a bit challenging. Now we are coming into the part of more software, more artificial intelligence, more of the- Metaverse. uh, Metaverse coming and all these things. And I think I was just talking even from a legal framework the IP system is being challenged with those aspects. Big questions for us now, patent being a conventional way of protection, is it anymore the the part that we should rely on or we should tap into understanding more of trade secrets, understanding more of how to uh, um, copyrights, for example, and how to manage even the the, the integration of many together at the same time. Exactly,
0: how to handle all these creative works type of things.
1: Absolutely, and... uh, this is makes it even more challenging. I have to tell you, I am chemist by training. Uh, I used to be in a happy life. You know, you <laughs> make new, new <laughs> material. <laughs> I file a patent. My invention is clear. You have the bond, and this is a chemical. And then with that, you know, uh, it's
0: getting more challenging because AI and computer software and digital health is, you know, entering that space left and right.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And um quite often now I start, even when I talk to my inventors, have the thinking of engaging them more to understand more, more than once and twice and try sometimes to understand exactly what's going on. Is it uh, an algorithm hitting somewhere in him? He think this is not the, or he, she thinks this is not the right way of, uh, so really I think more engagement, I would say with faculties, understanding now invention disclosures, forms and all this is not good enough now for us. Mm-hmm. We have to be really deep engaged with our faculties, mm-hmm. understand exactly mm-hmm. where are the niche areas and all these things. I think proper diligence in terms of commercial, I think this is now becoming very critical. Putting in mind, now the IP framework is limited. P- people really need to look at how to advance it. So you can come with the right, appropriate uh, IP strategy. This is to start with, and I think within this IP strategy, if you sort out that you are 50% there in figuring out what it will be the commercialization route moving forward. So uh, back to your question, and I thank you again for this question. I think about each technology and the challenges you are facing. We're really facing this issue of AI. The university as well, by the way, very strong in the AI. Uh, very strong into uh, um, uh, the new things of healthcare, you know, tailoring, uh, personalizing healthcare, oh, personalized, and all this. Medicine, yes.
0: personalized yeah. medicine. Yeah, personalized
1: medicine. So now this has become really for us a challenge, and this is what I try to advise myself and my team: let's talk more w- with the inventors and figuring out really what is this technology. And I have to tell you, sometimes things are not necessary within your expertise, and this is mandate now the collaboration. We have very good universities. In the U.S. uh, universities and some uh, people that we rely on, you know, um, uh, consultants and all this to help us really and help our faculties, to be honest with you. Sometimes our faculties are deep into the research and they cannot comprehend really the commercial and the potential aspects of their uh, research outputs as well.
0: Well, and that's one of the really neat things that I've found about the tech transfer community is it's important incredibly collaborative. And I'm sure if you reach out and it sounds like you have to your colleagues around the world that they will help you as they have. You mentioned MIT, University of Chicago. So um, I would encourage you to keep reaching
1: out. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. Certainly. I have good colleagues, good people there we work with, especially in the United States. And um, they're always helpful. And, And this is important as well. And also us In this part of the world, in the Middle East, the Gulf, uh, specifically United Arab Emirates, I invite colleagues if they need anything help with, we are always open as well to, to help our colleagues.
0: Well, Sammy, you mentioned your office is only seven years old, and I think you've done an incredible amount in a short amount of time. What are you most proud of with respect to your office?
1: The first license we did. I, I think this is really something that we were really happy about because um, when you start the office, I think we pass through the stage of, okay, we have the office because let's see what they will do. And then becoming like, okay, these guys are having IP, but this is becoming as well firing back on us. Um, You're costing the university where we can see the impact and all these things. And I think we start now, our office is really on annual, we have four to five licenses. And this is really, I think, for seven years old office, is really incredible, you know? That's amazing. Congratulations. No, thank you so much. And I think the team is very happy about that because as well, the team was frustrated at some point over that, oh, where are we going with that? Is it all about filing and all these things? And not only this, actually, we have a very nice um, professor. She is um, uh, Linda, and um, her product really deployed in the market successfully. This is something really... Uh, our office is proud in facilitating this. I still think our role is really facilitating um, the, the deployment of the technology, but really is with the support of our senior leadership, the government, the industry that involved in that part. I think uh, holistically, all of them, they believed in the technologies that researchers are doing. And this is what supported us in, in pushing this uh, license and eventually the product out to the market.
0: That's fantastic. Congratulations again. That's Thank you so much. Yeah. You and your team are doing really well, it sounds like.
1: Absolutely. And um, we have three, actually, of our um, colleagues. Um, they joined the office out of scratch. They've never had a tech transfer. They just had a PhD in their belt of one electronics, one in uh, biomedical sciences, and the other one in chemistry. So they really learn the hard way if this makes sense. They learn by
0: doing, so to speak, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So Sammy, I wanted to close by asking you, what is your hope for the future of technology transfer in your region and also on a global scale? Wow. That's a loaded question.
1: <laughs> With a jet lag as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, but 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 it's it's very interesting. Look, let me give you my personal perspective on that and the trajectories of how things are moving. To be honest with you, I, it looks to me now the world more than ever, there is a huge need for technologies and innovation. Let's not make doubt about that, you know. COVID has been is been one of the examples. And this the is climate just change in, which in we're healthcare. facing, yeah. Absolutely Lisa, yeah. I think the climate change comes and then seems like we are hungry more than ever into electronics. You know, this, um, every time they're increasing the processors and all this is not good enough, you know, uh, force industry, digitalization and all this. So really there is a hunger for technology. Some of them can be for making public benefit. Some of it is really a necessity. Otherwise, mankind will not survive. Let me put it that way. And then here where the technology transfer comes is really where the researchers, where the ideas are manufactured or created and how to push them in the market regardless of where geographical zone and all these things, So globalization become challenging. I bet you that the research topics done in Khalifa University is the same as done in the U.S. is the same as done in the uh, East Asia here where we're staying now and having this podcast. So this is the globalization aspect. The question is how this is now, okay, the research topics are sorted, how this is going to be deployed and applied and all these things. And this is where really, as you said in your initial, um, one of the questions about how to tailor these technologies individually to reach the market. And this is why we need really skilled tech transfer in all the areas of the globe. This is really the, 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 the best thing. And this is why I think organizations like Autumn bringing these people together, sharing the best practices is very critical, I think, uh, at one point. The, the, the second part really, I think is very critical, not from tech transfer. We are happy just to having impact. I think the commercial benefit coming out of those um, is becoming crit- critical. I think uh, eventually being the research done in the area the technology is deployed in a certain area. Ultimately, these small businesses are created in different areas and the challenge for the tech transfer, these small businesses, how they can be global. Uh, everyone talk about Pfizer, which is a global uh, medicine, really saved the world. Uh, well, the university in Germany is sitting somewhere. The inventor is in Germany, you know? So that is really creating one part of the world, uh, developing a vaccine, then the model where a global company taking over this medicine, which is Biotech, basically they start exactly uh, and taking it and saving millions uh, of not hundreds of millions of of, of lives. So really, I think now um, tech transfer becoming significantly important, where a process taking these individual ideas, help them in growing, and hopefully impact uh, humanity.
0: Well, I think that was a great way to end, Sammy. So thank you. And this has been an absolute pleasure talking to you today and learning more about Tech Transfer at your institution, as well as Abu Dhabi. Thank you so much, Sammy, for taking the time to join us on the podcast.
1: Lisa, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you again.
0: Well, that's a wrap for this week's show. Catch you next time on the air. I'm your host, Lisa Mueller, signing off. Thanks for listening to Autumn on the Air with Lisa Mueller. Get social with us and share your thoughts. You can tweet us at AUTM or visit us online at AUTM.net. We'll be back next week on the air. Be sure to join us. New to tech transfer or a seasoned pro? Autumn is the global member organization for tech transfer and is here to help you get connected, get smart, and get ahead. Whether you work in academia, research, government, business development, corporate engagement, or startups, Autumn is dedicated to supporting you through education, advocacy, networking, and promotion. Join and you'll receive 20 free live webinars, as well as meaningful discounts on meetings and courses insider access to a vast network of colleagues to help you through challenges, and align on new technologies and the university decision-makers who license them. Membership is open for 2023. Join us.